Welcome to 1989, inside the diary of a wannabe radio announcer. My name is Benjamin Wosley. You may remember me from my work as Giggling Ben on Hamish and Andy. Hang on, stop, stop, everybody, stop. I think, I think Giggling Ben went to play, <laughs> went to play a crowd. Or even Bad Boy Ben with the Vixen back in the 90s. It's the PMFM Top 30 with Bad Boy and the Vixen and joining us from the UK really early in the morning. It's Billy. Way before any of that, when I was 19 in 89, I moved from the seclusion of my bedroom at my parents' house in Adelaide all the way to the isolated Western Australian mining town of Caratha to start work as a radio announcer at a little station called 6KA. My godmother gave me a diary to write down every momentous occasion and I actually did it. And now, 30 years later, I'm going to find out how weird... Arrogant, lame, self-absorbed, dorky, inexperienced and closeted the 19-year-old version of me was. To hold my hand while we navigate almost 365 days worth of embarrassment. I'm going to call in my family, my friends, people that were there, people that have known me for nearly 30 years. Strap yourselves in. It's going to be an embarrassing ride. I'm Benjamin Wosley. Welcome to 1989. Oh, g'day, lovely. How you going? No point in answering because I already know you're fabulous and clearly a magnificent human just because you listen to this podcast. Such compassion, so charitable. Honestly, could I find a more kind-hearted person than you? Probably not. So again, thanks for enduring another wander down the garden path that teenage me has apparently fertilised with the verbal diarrhoea that spewed forth from my big biro as I scrawled it on the pages of this 1989 Collins diary. Of course, we can't walk these paths of disappointment without transporting ourselves and our minds back to the reality that was 89, and we do that via the hard work of chartbeats.com.au. This week's big debuts into the top 50 down under include Colette in at 49 with That's What I Like About You. Uh, Richard Marks has Angelia at 44. Paul Norton's I Got You debuts at 36. Motley Crue's Dr. Feelgood is new at 33. Bros dropped their chocolate box. Yes, chocolate box was in at 25. And the biggest debut of the week belongs to Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire in at 20. Hey, just for context, at this stage in 1989, all the big countries like France, the UK, America, Russia, they're all doing nuclear bomb tests where they just casually blow up a nuclear warhead so they can record all the effects. These things were being blown up everywhere the British did most of theirs on Australian soil with uh, nine in South Australia. Uh, Russia apparently did seven nuclear tests in 1989 alone. And in total, there has been 2,121 nuclear tests performed on this planet since 1945. So that's not going to have any ill effects whatsoever. Hey, coming up, I unearth an empty beer can dumping site really close to home. Dave and Avril recover from that party blowout and start patching things up but not before I record my thoughts and feels about seeing my very first angry drunk dude. Naturally, I'm judgmental as fuck. Huzzah for reliving my brutal 20-year-old honesty. It's also my final week before I fly to Adelaide, or do I bus, or do I do a bit of both? You'll find out soon. Plus, Neville calls me into his office for a talking to. There's carpet glue to sniff, sawbacks to deal with, and I forget to organise my holiday pay. <laughs> Idiot. Anyway, to help me work through all of that, let's usher in another pair of my besties. Who is that? 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 It's Jacker and Tarot! <laughs> <laughs> 
Jessica Gale, Taris Tyler, welcome back, my lovelies. Hi. Well, it was Christmas time, wasn't it? And Terry, you were all devo because the yeah. um, borders had been shut to Perth, but now you're home. Yeah, that's right. As soon as the borders opened, I was <laughs> on the plane, gone, home, done. And did you have to go into quarantine? I did. I did two weeks of quarantine, which was not so bad. But, yeah, I wouldn't recommend any more than two weeks. Did you, ha did you have a balcony or no window? Uh, no, I didn't have to do the hotel. I could actually do it at my mother's house. Oh, as yeah. if that's so, quarantine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, just like, that's like mummy's cooking and um, just like a couple of steps to the bathroom in the kitchen and back. Pretty much. <laughs> that's a holiday, baby. That's not quarantine. Yeah. That's gorgeous. Um, and, Jackie, you're yeah. still in Melbourne. That's right. When I was here, I think I was going back to Hobes to um, completely get locked and loaded to move back to Mooney Ponds of all places. So oh, no, I love that you're in Mooney Ponds. It's so suburban. Oh, my God. The <laughs> ponds. I just never leave it, you know, like it's all there. Flash your Mooney around. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, great to be back in Melbourne. And, of course, um, even all the restrictions with um, mask wearing on PT is lifting. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just going back to norm. Oh. I think I'm still going to wear it because people scare me. <laughs> I don't want them to see me either. <laughs> I love that I can be incognito. Yeah, right. And you can have resting bitch face 24-7. Yeah. <laughs> or just wipe my nose and no one knows. <laughs> well, I do. <laughs> it's caked. Um, but I watch it, I watch it, I swear. Um, now, obviously, we've known each other since the early 90s because we were all working together in Perth at Triple M, a.k.a. 96FM. We did, and we did some kind of, like, getaways at, like, um, what was it? Yano? Yanship. Yanship? Yeah. Yanship. Taris's family used to have a holiday house there and we would just get blasted. And um, have a couple of all-nighters and um, have some technology to... Yeah. Uh, $12 uh, acid trips. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Green Mitzi's. Oh, oh, Jesus. We should just do a podcast about the drugs we took in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Who can remember? I've, I've got to tell you something funny. I, I met this kind of young guy the other day and, you know, and he was only about 19. I said, oh, he said, oh, I went out last night. I said, oh, he said, I took MDMA for the first time. I said, wow. And I, I said, oh, wow, how was it? You know, like, how was it? He said, Oh, I didn't feel anything. I thought, <laughs> you didn't take MDMA then. <laughs> I thought, God, what's happened to the drugs today? Yeah. I said, Dale, unless you got the helicopter, you went nowhere. Yeah. You should yeah. have been in the 90s or maybe <laughs> the 60s and 70s. Yeah. <laughs> you should have shelved it. <laughs> Great advice, everyone. If it's not working, shelve it. <laughs> Hello, Donna. Remember when we did that at your party? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was my favourite. Her friend was so angry at me, like, these pills are shit. And I went, tell her to push it up her friggin' ass. So she went off. And half an hour later, she came up to me on the dance floor. She goes, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, you shelved it, did you? She goes, it's amazing. <laughs> should get Donna on this show. Why haven't I done that? <laughs> Sorry about you, Donna. Um, are we ready to dive back into the door? <laughs> We should really dive back into the diary. Yeah. <laughs> Casting aspersions at <to> everyone. <laughs> All right, so uh, this is October 29th. It's a Sunday. At the top of the page, I've got a nine, which is nine more days till I go back to Adelaide for three weeks' holidays. I was a little bit excited. And this is written at 12.24am. Well, the days are ticking over. It's absolutely fantastic. Got up today around 10.30. Sat around with Kayleen and Steve, no idea, from Headland 6NW. They just left before midday. Mark and I tidied up the backyard, which was a mammoth effort. I've never seen so many beer cans. 
<laughs> None of them were drunk by me. <laughs> had some brunch, watched TV and had a shower about three. Great to have clean hair again. Don't know what that feels like anymore. <laughs> Looks as if Avril and Dave might be patching things up. Oh, now, if you remember from the last episode, there was the party. The guy broke his chin open. Uh, Avril took him to hospital. Dave didn't like that. He was a jealous man when he drank. I'd never met an angry drunk before in my life. So here's my thoughts on this. <laughs> Dave has this terrible reaction to alcohol, bad mood swings. He becomes an absolute asshole. Because in my life, anybody that got drunk around me as a kid, because it was the 80s and my parents were always partying, was such happy, lovely drunks. I'd never met an angry drunk before, so it was a shock. Uh, but Avril was saying he was all apologies this morning. Oh, sounds familiar. She just refuses to speak to him when he's drunk because he just isn't himself. Bit of a worry if you ask me, but who knows? Night, 12.30am. Oh. He's still going to bed late, <clears throat> Taris. <laughs> 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 you mentioned that last time. Oh, yeah, I did. It's like he survives on three hours sleep. Yeah, and... he does. And so cheery, cleaning up the backyard, <laughs> being concerned for Avril. But yeah, I, I'm, when you were speaking to that, I'm thinking, I don't really know if I know many um, angry drunks. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it was an insecurity thing with him because he would be paranoid about her cheating on him, which so many men, it's just like, well, you get fucking over yourself. And you'd be really cheating on him with a guy with your with blood split lip. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> as, as At the going, hospital. As you're going to the hospital. Hot, can you chow down on me? For... <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that was too much. Uh, this is... I just made out in the theatre room. <laughs> This is Monday, October 30. It was written at 12.25am and eight days to go, guys. Got woken this morning by Dave telling me that we had a meeting at the station at 11. He talked for so long, I couldn't get back to sleep and ended up getting up out of bed. Selfish. <laughs> we put all the rubbish out from the party. There was heaps of it, but they took it all. I think that's their job. Uh, meeting was absolutely idiotic. I love this. Neville just quoted all his other meetings and generally pushed me and the rest of the staff into a deeper coma. Oh, judgy. <laughs> <laughs> Went into town with Julie, helped her get the lunches and got back to the station, came home and defrosted the freezer. What the fuck? That is so gay. <laughs> it's a, you know what I need to do? <laughs> Defrost the freezer. <laughs> I was, oh, I love this sentence. I was in a very raggy mood. What the fuck does raggy mood mean? R-A-G-G-Y mood. Well, girls get them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's got to be where it's from. You yeah. That must have been a thing that you were saying. Yeah. Like, well, essay. wait for this. This is, then I've got the, and I've put an apostrophe and said, afternoon. So I was in a very raggy mood, the, afternoon. It's not even a word. It's this afternoon, not the afternoon, uh, probably because I just want to go home. I cannot wait. Thankfully, Anset WA haven't rung as of yet. Touch wood. Not much longer now. And then in capitals, I've written, yay, yippee, yahoo, wee. And then <laughs> night, 12.35am. Oh. <laughs> Can't believe that took me 10 minutes to write that bullshit. <laughs> So weird to hear the word ANSET, W-A. ANSET, I was just going to say, yeah. The most amazing airline. I used to love them. I know, the hosties were great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember my father was saying, oh, yes, we always travel ANSET. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so many people lost their frequent fly points when they collapsed. They did. I'm looking at your diary in your hot little hands. You don't Mm. have very much left, do you? No. After this, there's only five more episodes. Is there like a crescendo? (sighs) Yeah, there definitely is. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Sold that well. Uh, this is October 31. It's a Tuesday. It was written at 1.21am. God, even earlier. Uh, seven days, kids. Of course kids. it was. Another day off. My final one before I go on three weeks holiday. Got up around 10.30, showered, shaved and ate breakfast. Walked into town and did some shopping. Bought some birthday cards. Also got a travelling pillow for my bus trip. <laughs> Looks like I went up flying, kids. Met Mark in town. Not Mark Littler, who's the radio announcer I lived with. An old friend of Glenn's, Mark. We went and had a milkshake. Romantic. And walked home. Watched a movie and Mark stayed for tea. Oh, okay. We had... Roast lamb and veggies. It was superb. Glenn rang from Horsham to say he was about to accept a job with 3BA in Ballarat. It's a class two station. More pay. Lucky guy. Had a long talk and watched late night movie. Back to work tomorrow. Night. 1.27am. Now, there used to be uh, classes of stations. So you, if you started at a class three station, you, there was a limit to the amount of money you could be paid. And then if you went to a class two, you'd get more money. So, so, how, so how much were you on then? Ten dollars. <laughs> like I reckon I would have been on fifteen or twenty thousand. It was nothing, absolutely nothing. Yeah. So yeah, class two would probably be twenty five. But, but that's like when I was on the air in Brisbane, right? I was getting paid twenty bucks an hour to laugh on cue, and Rhymer was on a hundred thousand. What? Yeah. And um, yeah, totally. But that's because. But then, yeah, Claire worked six months without pay. Yes. It's so evil. Isn't it? What about when you were doing um, Thunder Piloting at um, Today FM? How much were you getting paid, Terry? Nothing. I'm still on no pay. (laughs) (laughs) Icy cold cans of Coke. (laughs) No, I'm joking. I think it was probably, I don't know, about $18. Something, yeah, $18 an hour or something. And did you do like free work? Like is there hours that you never got paid that you're expecting? No, no, no. No, no, no. No. Um, no, we always got paid. Now in radio you work a four-hour shift <laughs> and if your shift isn't four hours, they'll find some other things for you to do so you fill out the four hours and if they don't want to pay you, they don't pretty much. <laughs> really? Yeah, nothing's changed. So many desperate people want to be in the media so it's easy for them to take advantage of people. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, this is uh, Wednesday, November 1st. It was written at 1.09am. And in capitals, I've got, Woo-wee, not long now. I'm so excited! With two exclamation marks. Great day today. Got up at about 10. Spent most of my time watching television. Unusual. Showered and went to work at about (laughs) 1. Talked to Jan for a while. Pulled my records. That sounds so wanky. Did some great ads today. Neville called me into his office and gave me a talk about how much I'd improved over the months that I've been here and that he wants me to do afternoons once Richie leaves. It was good. He said he wanted me to go on my holidays with a clear conscience. My shift from six till midnight went really well. I was pleased. Recorded a response to Glenn when I got off air at midnight. And now I'm in bed. Got a busy day tomorrow. Have to get ready for my trip home. Night. 1.18am. It's getting exciting. So do you remember when the last time you saw your family was? Yeah, it would have been January. Oh no, because my mum came in the July for my birthday in July. So I wouldn't have seen my dad since January 8 and my middle brother Richard. But I saw my mum and my little brother Tom in July for two weeks. And did you kind of think when you were going home to Adelaide that you were like like a bit of a celebrity? Oh, my God, 100%. Yeah. 
<laughs> so a celebrity. <laughs> Even though I'm in a town on no your, one's ever heard of. On your $10 an hour. Yeah, yeah. We are just the lowest paid celebrity on the planet. <laughs> All right, this is uh, Thursday, November 2. It was written at 2.06am. Jesus, we're getting later. Another wonderful day. Maybe I should go on holidays more often. The days leading up to them are wonderful. <laughs> that does not work. Get up at around 10 this morning. Started the day with some breakfast. Duh, wasn't fucking lunch or dinner. Put some clothes in the wash and began the ironing that I had to do while I watched TV. Put my washing on the line and did the second load. Had lunch and went to work about 1.45. Pulled my records, recorded and copy checked a couple of commercials and generally kept myself busy by faking that I was working. <laughs> Dave and I went and got some tea. My shift from six till midnight went well. Thoroughly pleased with that. Came home and I've just watched Dead Calm on video again. And then I've written in capitals, fantastic movie. Borrowed if you haven't seen it, to 11am. Good on you, Nick. And so um, the two loads of washing, was it, were it like blacks and whites? Is that? No, it would have been, I don't think I did any separating. <laughs> or maybe you? I did separating. I don't reckon I would have separated. It'd just be two loads of clothes. Hard to believe that you made a note of it. <laughs> that relates to so many of these Incred- comments. Incredibly interesting. <laughs> you got to the freezer. Yeah. yeah yes, yes. Why didn't you go into detail about that? What was in there? Yeah. <laughs> Old fish fingers and... <laughs> Um, All right, this is Friday, November 3. It was written at 12.31am. Awoke today at 9, showered, got dressed and put my new Jag shirt on. (laughs) I love every time I've got a new Jag outfit, it gets referenced in the diary. Walked to work about 9.45. Everyone commented on my new shirt, which was great. They said it looked good. (laughs) Did a couple of ads and talked with Richie and while... Oh, it says, and willed away the hours, but I reckon it's meant to be wild away the hours. Asked Neville about my holiday pay. He said, haven't you filled out a leave form? And I said, no. Anyway, it all means that my holiday pay won't be going in until next Thursday. Never mind. I can survive. My shift from 2 to 6 p.m. went well. Came home just after 6 and had some tea. Was going to do the ironing, but it was too hot. So I watched TV till now. Now it's time for sleeps. Afternoon shift tomorrow from midday till 6. Not long to go at all now. See ya! 12.37am. So you're thinking like, I've got so many more people listening to me. Oh, yeah. So famous now. (laughs) (laughs) Was it like like, um, a a better playlist? I never really liked the music because they used to do 60s, 70s, 80s and even some 50s songs, I reckon. Well, what was your favourite music at the time? Well, that was the start of like the grunge. So I remember loving Nirvana and Pearl Jam, but also um, people like David Bowie and um, Iggy Pop, The Cure. Things that I loved in the 80s were like Culture Club and all the new romantics. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, right. Like Tears for Fears and um, what was the name of that British band that sung Gold? I used to love them. Duran Duran. No, well, no. I loved them. Spanda Ballet. Spanda Ballet. And, of course, I loved In Excess because Carrie introduced me to them and they were just the ducks nuts. That's right. You loved yeah, In Excess. Yeah, I used to go to all their gigs. Fuck, they were amazing. I always wonder what it would be like if Michael was still here. Really? Yeah. Yeah. All right, and this is our last entry. Uh, it's November 4. It's a Saturday. There's three days till I go on holidays. And this is written at 1.03 a.m., Today, I got up at 10 and had a shower, ate breakfast and went to work about 10.30. (laughs) 
The carpeting of the station was in full swing. My shift from midday to 6pm went well. The smell of carpet glue was a bit strong, but I survived. (laughs) Off his face. (laughs) Moved into Studio 2 about 4.50 so they could carpet Studio 1. I hate broadcasting from Studio 2. The equipment is so old. Never mind. It wasn't that bad. Such a fucking whinger. (laughs) Got home and changed, and Julie and I went to Judy's for tea. We had... Prawn cocktails, apricot chicken with vegetables, and pineapple upside down cake. Oh my that is the classic 70s, 80s dinner party, isn't it? Oh my God, that is yeah. so Australian. Yeah. You love your apricot chicken, don't you? I don't. But lots few... of people just seem oh. to serve it. Because <laughs> I've heard you say I know. quite a number of times. You made apricot chicken. Yeah. It was nice. Well, I think it's because we were all so young and it was so it was just a tin of apricot nectar and a pack of onion soup and that was it. Yeah. You throw the chicken in and it's ready. <laughs> so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Maggi now have a apricot chicken mix that's like probably not any better. <laughs> just add water. Uh, it was wonderful. That's the dinner. Managed to damage my back at work today, sitting in the seat the wrong way. Mm. So now I've got deep heat all over my back and it's burning like hell. Night! <laughs> 909 a.m. <laughs> oh, as long as you didn't, you know, confuse the deep heat with my lube. 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 <laughs> there is no way in chance that, that happened. <laughs> God, can you imagine? I've I've, I've heard a blog about that once. (laughs) The inconvenient places to place deep heat. (laughs) All right, well, that's it. Thank you so much for joining me, you lovely pair. We love you. You're welcome. Yeah. We love you. We love you. Hey, coming up in the next episode, I'm going to compress almost an entire month into one podcast (gasps) segment, uh, mostly because three weeks' worth of diary entries are actually non-existent. But there will be time to lose two key items before I go on holiday back to Adelaide. Then, once the holiday's done, we get apologies for not doing any holiday diary work. There's the return to work, me not wanting to be on air but doing it anyway. So brave. And also, doing my holiday washing... getting invited to a party but no one tells me where it actually is so I can't go there's also horror of all horrors more on air stuff ups lord talk about endless engaging content Uh, naturally every episode I try to raise indigenous voices and this time around we're spotlighting gungara.com it's a site run by Buffy Karuna whose gorgeous traditional Aboriginal artwork is turned into adorable earrings clothing and artworks and you can find her shop at gungara.com which is G-U-N-G-U double R-A, or at Buffy Karuna on Facebook and Instagram. And it's Buffy, B-U-F-F-I-E, and Karuna, or Karuna, I hope I'm saying it right, is C-O-R-U-N-N-A. Once again, I would like to thank the enigmatic DJ Dirtbag for whipping up this a tasty 80s-soaked synthesizer realness for our theme tune. Tom Muchley to Jezelenko for his audio add-ons, and of course... Please, if you'd like to share the goodness, please give us a review via Apple Podcasts or you can share this show with someone you know who will love it. You know, if they like demented ramblings and uh, stupid recollections. And of course, until next time, I am loving you from here. Check you later. See ya. Bye. Bye.